you know, it's just life-changing when you realize that you have the answers and it's really just learning to trust them and Mm -hmm. listen for them and, you know, put yourself in that energy where you can, where they come to, where it comes to you and where you hear it. And I think it it comes easy for me to, to see it in other people before myself. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that equips you with tools to live a vibrant life in every season. Join life coach Kelly Tibbetts as she encourages you and interviews inspiring guests who are living a vibrant life. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly. I hope our time together today helps you to live a vibrant life. My guest today is Sherry Zimmerman. We have not met in real life, but I do feel like we're actually friends. We've spent a lot of time together um, talking about what it means to live an abundant, vibrant life. And so I'm excited to have that conversation today. So Shira, welcome to my podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So I am a mom of two girls. They are 10 and 13. I live on Long Island, um, right by the beach. And um, I have had a photography business for, oh God, I don't know, 15 years or so. And I recently um, got into coaching and have, you know, been doing a little bit of that here and there as a clarity coach and divorced for about five years on my own now, kind of making my way back into recreating my life, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, I (laughs) love that. And my daughter, I've shared that before, has her um, boyfriend lives on Long Island. So she actually is there right now, went for a run on the beach yesterday and saw a deer and a horse. And so things I wouldn't know are in Long Island. Fire Island or something? (laughs) I guess so. I don't know. So as a mom, as somebody who has been recreating the season of your life, just someone who is self-aware and wants to be a great leader. You and I have both become sort of big fans of Kathy Heller. We were, we met through her program, Abundant Ever After. So what drew you to Kathy and what, what would you share with people about this idea of living a vibrant life, of living an abundant ever after life? Like what drew you to her and what do you like about that idea of living in abundance? Um, well, definitely her energy is what drew me to her. I mean, I, I think I started following her actually through her podcast before anything. And um, I've always, you know, love what she has to say about business and living, you know, all her, everything she has to say basically, but it's just the way in which she says it, her energy is just always so like real and I guess vibrant. She said, (laughs) you just feel it. And like, whenever I listen to her, I, I, I'm able to get into that zone where I feel like I'm in this state of abundance that just kind of comes naturally when you let it. And that's hard to do in everyday life, especially when you have two kids and, you know, life, it's basically like unlearning a lot of things that you kind of learned as you grew, or at least for me, as I grew up, um, I took, you know, took on meanings of things and even just being around a certain type of people and, and, you don't realize sometimes how much that can like close you off mm-hmm. to living a, just a totally different way, you know, in a different mindset. And and I love how she kind of opens that up for us. 
I do too. And I loved, like, when I connected with you, I think those words used for her are very true of you as well. Like, you're very authentic and you can see oh. that you're passionate about living, you know, in this abundant energy. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think one way that we get there is we have to be self aware enough to know ourselves, right? So, if we're going to be abundant, vibrant people, we have to understand ourselves. So, I'm passionate about the Enneagram and working genius. Have you done any work that helps you understand yourself a little bit better? I have done so much work. Right. You love work. this. You, you love this self-awareness. My favorite thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely looked into the Enneagram. I've done the Myers-Briggs testing. I'm pretty sure I'm an ISFP. I could be wrong. It's been a while since I looked at that. And then I'm very into human design. I'm a projector. And um, just learning about that was a big eye-opener for me. Um what else? Oh, I love astrology and like learning all about my sign. And yeah, I mean, I have friends who are like super into astrology. So they love to like tell me all the things that's going on. And I, I, it's the best to me. Cause I, you know, I think for so long, I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't, mm. I just kind of was like living on autopilot, you know, and just like going through the days. And yeah. I thought that's what life was. And I didn't realize that like, I had no idea what I wanted or who I was. And, and in order to figure that all out, I had to kind of like start getting into all that stuff and, and reading all the self-growth books. And I, love and I think I'm passionate for, for the same reason you are is I didn't know myself well for a long time. I didn't know why I was thinking and feeling and doing things the way that I was. Yeah. And then when I started to grow in self-awareness, oh, as an Enneagram too, I'm very compliant in my energy. I look to other people to sort of know what to do. Um, and the strength finders, I'm someone looking for harmony and including, and that really influenced the choices that I was making as a leader, as a mom. So finding a way back to who we really are, right? We are 100% loved, 100% valuable. Living in that energy is hard, as you said, because all around us, there's the opportunity to take the circumstances and make them mean something they don't need to be. So I think that's why you and I just loved every single week for 12 weeks, getting into Kathy's energy and remembering, oh, this is how we're supposed to feel. Right, right. And especially as you're like, if you're a sensitive person, like I am, um, it's so easy to just take on the energy around you, you know, and that's, I don't, I never even realized I was doing it. And, mm. and now that I'm aware, it's like, I can leave a conversation and sense right away if I feel off and like ask myself, why do I feel off? And just kind mm. of, I never did that before. I just kind of went through my day feeling crappy if I'm, you know, was, right. in, and it's crazy. Like, it's just so interesting, all that stuff. I love it. Well, cause the power of our thoughts, right? To decide yeah. what we want to think on purpose. So we just went through an election yesterday and people have thoughts about it. And so, yeah. you know, I got into a conversation this morning with somebody who had some like really passionate thoughts and the old version of me would have just received all that energy. And then, like you said, felt kind of crappy all day. And right. the new version of me, what I literally did is I turned the volume down in our conversation because it was coming through my car. And that person wasn't looking for a conversation. They were just looking to speak. Right. Had a lot of opinions, a lot of thoughts. And just by turning the volume down, I could hold space for so much longer because they weren't even looking for my opinion. They just wanted me yeah. to understand their energy. Right. <laughs> and so, like so, skills like that are so life-changing. Yes. It took a long time for me to, to get that too, because I love to give advice and help people. And it's not everyone wants that. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, and then you're wasting your energy trying to, you know, convince people of certain things that they don't even want to hear, you know? I know. My whole coaching program is based on the serenity prayer, which starts with, Lord, grant me the peace, the serenity to understand, to accept, sorry, to accept the things I can't change. That gives you back so much energy. 
not trying to change things that you can't change. Like in yoga, you know, my yoga teacher would say like, you know, there's the effort and the ease and there is no reason to be putting effort into the things that you can't change. That's where suffering lives. Yeah. And you do also at the same time need courage to change the things you can and then wisdom to know the difference. And so keeping our energy is important to both you and I using some of it right now in your sweet dog. So if you hear anything, (laughs) sorry about that. He's got our dogs nearby. We all love our dogs. So it's all awesome. So you have been a photographer for quite a while, as you said, but now you're feeling drawn into this idea of being a clarity coach. And I have been in groups with you. And I think that's something you're really good at is clarifying, like pointing out things that could be stronger or like, have you thought of it this way? What drew you to the idea of being a clarity coach and not just staying in photography, which you're very good at? So thank you. <laughs> First of all, I, you know, I do still love parts of photography and I'm, I'm still, still, you know, doing that too, but I, I just definitely was like growing and I felt like there was something more that I wanted to do. And I was in, you know, doing all these, this self-growth work and, and hiring coaches for myself. And I realized, you know, getting to know myself and learning to trust myself was like, that was my work, you know, like mm. that's what I love to do. and in learning to do that for myself, I realized that's what I want to help other people do. Cause it's, you know, it's just like life-changing when you realize that you have the answers and it's really just learning to trust them and mm-hmm. listen for them and, you know, put yourself in that energy where you can, where they come to, where it comes to you and where you yeah. hear it. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it's really easy or it, it comes easy for me to, to see it in other people before myself. Even, Absolutely. You know? So yeah, that's when I, it took me, it took me a while to figure that out. You know, there's all these different areas of coaching that you can focus on, but that's definitely my, my favorite. It's just because I was so confused for so long, you know, and always looking for answers, like always looking for answers everywhere else. And then because I spent the thousands of dollars on coaching, like waiting for someone to give me the answers, you know? And I'm like, and I love that. So then you realized, okay, so when a coach holds space, yes. what happens is we begin to notice that the answer has always been in us. Yes. Where, where did you discover that then? How did you start to notice that? I think it hit me really at one point in particular was I did um, a coaching program with a woman named Amber Lilliestrom. And it was a long time, I want to say maybe six months of a program where I was constantly showing up to the calls. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Like, I I just, I was like waiting for the answer to just like drop, you know? And then after it ended, I was still obviously doing my own work on myself. And I I guess I must've, I think I was just like in a really high energy state or vibration where I felt really good. And I realized like, it just, it was like, duh. (laughs) How did I not realize I want to be a coach, you know? And then I, I, I think I put it out there in a post and she even messaged me being like, yes, Shira, yes. And I remember messaging her back. Like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, Mm. why didn't you just tell me? And she was like, I probably did, but you weren't ready to hear it, Mm. which is so true because I think you have to be ready to hear it for yourself, you know, or ready to accept, you know, the truth for yourself and to trust yourself. That's really what it was. It was like, I didn't trust that it was even an option for me. Yeah. I could be a coach, you know, ever since then, I realized like, nobody's going to just give me the permission. I have to just give it to myself. That's so, it's so big. Like when people are listening to my podcast, I want them to hear, you know, a new thought 
or learn a new tool that helps them live a vibrant life. And I think that is the sweet spot of living a vibrant life is beginning to get in that energy that allows you to hear your own thoughts and believe your own value right. and get excited again that, hey, I probably know the answer. One thing I love to do is if you ask yourself the question, why, five times. Yeah, you can you can self coach yourself generally like, hey, I want this result and I haven't created it yet. Why? And then right. just allow yourself to answer. And it's it's startling. Yes, I've done that before. It really is <laughs> like the clarity you can come to just on your own. But but it involves that place that you said of getting to the energy where you can literally trust yourself. And it, like most of us, especially women or people socialized as women we've learned to not trust ourselves. We've looked outside ourselves for the answer. And so one of the most important things to living a vibrant life is believing in, in the value you bring to this world just by breathing in and breathing out, right? You don't need others to say it. You need to have your own back. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's really, it, it's really hard when you never did it. You know, right. I really just never, even when I was married, it was like, everything was, what do you think? Or, you know, if, if the, the other person didn't agree with what I thought, they would somehow convince me out of it. Like, and I'm like, wait, but you know, it's crazy. It's just and I love that you have daughters. I have daughters. I think that's a big reason why I do the work that I do is I want them to see me as an example. I didn't have a lot of women as an example of women who believed in their own truth and their own value and weren't looking outside themselves. I had a lot of examples of women who looked outside themselves for often a man, but you know, some authority to say, oh yeah, you should do this or not do that. And I want to be an example of trusting myself. That's huge to me for sure. With my girls. I mean, I, yes, hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's what I think about every time I question myself, you know, or I, or I, um, have any kind of fear about doing something that maybe feels uncomfortable. I always right away think like, what would I want them mm-hmm. to do? What would I tell them if it was that, you know? And that's why it's worth getting a coach because the work we're doing on ourselves is not just for us. It's oh, not selfish yeah. at all. It's like changing the world by helping this next generation who I think they have access to better information than we have. Like, you know, yeah. I'm on TikTok all the time learning from every coach and therapist out there like, oh, that's a great tool. So oh. I have been coaching for a couple of years now. It's, you know, the third career. I was a teacher, then a pastor, and now I'm a coach. And I had this big aversion to showing my face. I was making all these beautiful canvas and putting them out there. And then I got into Abundant Never After with you. And you encouraged me to just show up and show my face. And it seems like such a small thing, but it was huge. I had had all these thoughts and feelings and like shame that I had to overcome. How did you get to a place where you were confident enough to show up and be authentic? I still, honestly, I still struggle with it, but I, I just know what a big difference it makes. And I know for myself, when I follow people or, you know, I, I hire coaches, it's, it's about the connection. It's not mm-hmm. just like them posting a quote that, you know, inspires me. It's it's about getting to know the person and feeling a connection with them. And that's really hard to do if you're not like, if you're not showing your face. Um, so I think I realized that pretty early on because, you know, I was on social media for years with photography and I had, there's so much competition. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. You know, there's so many photographers out there and I knew that there was the only way to really differentiate myself was for them to hire me because of Mm -hmm. of me or, you know, something about me. So I would try to just kind of like put myself out there more, even if it wasn't my face necessarily, it was more like just being authentic in what I was posting and talking about, you know, talking about things that, that 
I, I really cared about being a little bit vulnerable, vulnerable. And like, it made a big difference. I, I noticed that I was getting more and more clients very easily. And whereas I know there are people still struggling, you know, and, and so, yeah, I just, I love branding also and, and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of fun to see, to help other people grow and, and put themselves out there. But though. I love that even though you helped me with it, you were a couple of years ahead of it, it's still hard. And I think that's so an important hard, thing yeah. for people to understand. Like it's not one day you're living a life and it's not very vibrant and the next day it's healthy and perfect. Like it's, it's two yeah. steps forward, one step back. Right. right. But if it is important to you to share your whatever, because I think every single person was made on purpose for a purpose. I think there is something inside of every single person and never has life been the way it is now where we all have the opportunity to share whatever that is. You know, Kathy Heller is always saying like, if you can make a really great cupcake, doesn't the world deserve that cupcake? You know, she had Candace Nelson on this week and it's like, yeah, the world changed because Candace Nelson decided to sell really beautiful cupcakes in a place where people don't eat carbs and like so whatever that is inside of you you're probably going to feel what Shira and i felt which is uncomfortable you know being vulnerable and being authentic and somehow being around other people who are doing the same thing you're doing can give you the confidence oh 100 percent. i think to help you do that all the difference to me i i don't think i would have i don't think i would be where i am now if it wasn't for the groups of women i met through the coaching programs to be honest because I don't have, you know, people in my life that are doing this sort of thing that I speak to every right. day. You know? And so it makes a big difference. Also, like, you know, like I said, even with you, just like keeping up with each other, it's it's like um, that added, you know, like making a commitment and, and trying to like, I don't want to, you know, show up with nothing. So I'm going to do the work, even though. Well, and that's what my whole coaching program is based on the idea that it's better to do it in a small group than alone. And I came up with that idea because I had paid money to a gym for 20 years. And every now and then I would go. Right. And then when my oldest daughter went to college, the president of the university said, you know, you just got back some time. You used to give her time. And, you, you know, I would say I got back some energy. And he said, find a way to invest it back into you. So we joined a group coaching program and I showed up because now people are expecting me to be there. And so that's why I wanted to make my coaching program a group program, because then you do have people who are helping you be accountable, but also it's impossible to not learn from other people. Like if you just show up curious and with an open heart, every person has something to teach us. So like being intentional, deciding like, hey, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna be committed to, I'm gonna find that group of people. I think there's all kinds of studies out there, like the five people you spend the most time with really shape the kind of person you are. Exactly, and and the other other, um, end of that is also I realized being in these programs was that was it was good to see that everybody was going through mm-hmm. similar stuff and having similar problems and and similar fears and it was like oh it's not just me you know you don't even sometimes realize that and so it's nice to hear that and know that you're not alone and uh, work on it together for sure absolutely so getting a little bit deeper then what do you love what's serving you in this season of discovering how to be a crook so both of you and i were at the beginning right we're just we have a dream we're starting to water it it's starting to grow you know we're trying out things like podcasts and going on instagram live what do you think is serving you in this season as you're discovering how to be a coach i think the most important thing for me right now is is my focusing my energy really and learning to put myself in the energy I need every day, even if I'm not being consistent with certain things. It's like I notice it and then I'm like, okay, I, I'm doing I'm I'm not 
in the energy. I need to, something has to change. And just learning to do those things, like for me, it's, you know, being out in nature, going for long walks, going for jogs on the boardwalk, even just like sitting and, and like listening to, you know, quiet or music. It, it's, I need that time to focus my energy and it, it makes all the difference. I mean, sometimes even, even in just a few minutes, you know? Oh, absolutely. I think that is key. Like, I think that's one of the things I've enjoyed being in groups with you is, you know, we've learned from this big group we did with Kathy Heller of the importance of noticing your energy and then deciding to do whatever you need to do (laughs) to get into that higher vibration. You know, the person I was having the conversation with today was trying to help her see you only have so much energy. And so you can listen to news reports that are depressing you about something across the country that you have no way to impact. Or you can decide, okay, I'm gonna listen to that song. I'm gonna go for that walk. I'm gonna do what I need to do to make a change like in my life and then in the lives of the people that I'm connected to. It's just two different ways of doing things. So that that is one of the gifts of learning to be an entrepreneur or learning to do something you've never done before is it requires you to constantly be noticing your energy and deciding, okay, how can I return yeah. back to that state I want to be in? Right. And then the other part of it for me is is not being so hard on myself when I am not mm-hmm. doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> where I'll find myself, you know, sitting on Netflix for way too long and just kind of being like, ah, and not doing what I need to do. And where, as in the past, I would have let that, you know, stop me and, and hold me back for way too long. Now I'll just like, let it be okay. You know, it's just a day and tomorrow I can start again and not absolutely make it the biggest deal. And yeah. Carol, I don't know if you've ever heard Carl Lowenthal's podcast, but that's one of my favorite things she says is how human of me, Yeah, right? how human of me to be overwhelmed and just spend a day on Netflix. I'm not going to stay there, right. but I'm also not going to expect myself not to be there. So I think living a vibrant life is an amazing goal. And the reality is we're living a human life. And there are days where our energy is invested and it's purpose-filled. And there are other days where you're like, I think it's a Netflix day. Right. Right. As long as there aren't too many of those, I guess. So any other last things you want to share? If somebody was thinking, you know what? I've gone through this season. Like, I love that you've been able to take all the different pieces of your life, motherhood, divorce, um, moving careers, and you're able to step up and say, okay, how can I be self-aware enough to know what I want? How can I get back into that aligned energy? And then how can I have, you know, the confidence, the courage to take some action steps? If someone was thinking today, like the 10 year ago version of you, (laughs) I don't love where my life is right now. I don't love the energy I'm in. I feel stuck. I feel lost. What would you offer maybe a first step for somebody who wants to move in that direction of, you know, living an energized, vibrant life? What, What served you at the beginning of not staying in a place of being, you know, overwhelmed or frustrated, but being brave enough to try something new? Um, let's see. So I would say, God, there's so many things, but the first thing I would say is really just to start paying attention, to be honest, mm. just to notice, you know, to not let yourself go through the day without like stopping and just kind of like seeing, like, how am I feeling right now? Am I stressed? Am I anxious? Uh, am I calm? Like just noticing those things because where I, where I was 10 years ago, I was just going, there was no stopping to, to see where I was. And, you know, and when I was having bad days and arguing with my kids, like I didn't stop and think like, why am I yelling? You know? Mm. And it's just changed just taking a minute to like stop every now and then and ask myself, like, 
why or how am I feeling and why, you know, it, it changes everything. I totally agree. I mean, my first, we have three steps, notice, decide, and practice. And yeah. I think that idea of just pausing and noticing your life, yeah. staying there as long as you need to, to become just a really good student of yourself and then deciding, Hey, you know what I want? I want to live an abundant, vibrant life. I want to get back in that energy that serves me. And I'm going to try one or two action steps and I'm going to be so full of grace for myself. So yeah. Shira, it's been so fun to have you on the podcast. How can people find you? I think you're on Instagram. Yes. Uh, I am on Instagram at XO Shira. And um, that's pretty much my, I haven't created a website for coaching yet. I do have a photography website, but you know, for coaching XO Shira is the place to go. And um, soon I will be starting a podcast. So keep an eye out for that and definitely follow if you're interested in hearing all about that. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being here and thank you for listening. I hope that today's time together helps you live a vibrant life. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for another conversation on how to live a vibrant life in every season. To find out more about Kelly, including how to make her your life coach, visit kellytibbets.com or connect with her on Facebook, Clubhouse, or Instagram.